Open your minds and gather round. It is time for the question of you. A podcast for introverts and extroverts living on the planet Earth, looking to find their balance. This is episode one. Welcome. I am your host, Stephanie Zellhofer. I am here today in the lovely city of Long Beach, California. It is evening time. I had to start recording in the evening because it is loud in my neighborhood. There's like, you know, low riders and my neighbors who had a baby not too long ago also decided to get a German Shepherd. Super cute. Totally love them. But um, definitely some barking as the sun goes down. So here we are. It is the evening of January the 4th. And uh, we're going to make this thing, we're going to make this thing happen. I've always wanted to do a podcast. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, mottos in episode three. But for today, I wanted to take a little bit of time to just introduce me and uh, the platforms that you can find me on. And then I want to jump right into it. You know, I'm doing this master series. Um, I have had a very wacky history of work experience and life experience. And I think if you were to stretch it all out on a normal timeline, it would be something like 36 years or 46 years of work experience. I might be exaggerating. I'll do the math one of these days. But I've seen a lot. I lived in China for a few years. I've worked with corporate brands. I've worked with agencies. I've worked with startups. I have a lot of really amazing friends who have gone on to do some really incredible things. Um, I have friends who are five and six and seven and eight years old that are constantly blowing my mind with their intelligence and their ability to pick up on the things that matter. And um, I think almost every one of my friends is and, and acquaintances and family members um, deals with stress because life is a little bit different now than it's ever been. And it's interesting. It's a different kind of stress. It's not so much survival stress, but now it's kind of like letting your star shine bright kind of stress. And uh, that brings us to to the branding topic that we're going to get into today and just a couple of things that you can focus in on and some points to take away with that kind of give insight with regards to where we're headed and how we might be able to get ahead of that curve. So I am 41. Um, I'm single. I am uh, one of four siblings. I did lose my brother uh, on November 1st of 2019, and he rests hopefully in peace, and I carry him with me all of the time. And I also have two younger sisters who uh, are very brilliant. One is a neurologist and the uh, mother of two beautiful boys, and one is a music producer and an EMT who is about to start paramedic school. Uh, my mom was born in Germany and uh, came to America and just like, just proved everything because she's brilliant. And I think she started college at 16 and has really, you know, demonstrated what it's like to kind of forge ahead um, and really, I think, you know, has humbled me in recognizing how much work goes into being a mom and I think, you know, as you get older, you realize that parents are just people with children. <laughs> they don't have a secret book that someone gives to them when their first baby is born. Um, and so to all of you parents out there, mothers and fathers, recognizing that there is a whole other layer of consideration 
um, I hear you and um, please don't feel like this doesn't apply to you just because I don't have children because um, I, I really do sympathize with, with where, you're, where you are and I think that juggling this uh, new world of opportunities that we're living in has probably never been more complicated or complex on an individual level. So if you want to know more about me, don't worry, just stick around because I talk about myself all of the time, ask anyone. Um, but a lot of the stuff that I've done is really fun. I've got to travel across the United States. I think I've been across the States 15 times now. Um, I've had the pleasure of working with human rights activists. I've had the pleasure of hanging out with movie stars. I have, um, uh, actually I'm working on a really crazy project right now with uh, a very talented costume designer and a fabricator out in downtown LA. I think she's going to be my guest uh, in three weeks time on episode four. So stay tuned for more of that. I'm not going to give you her name yet, but she'll be bringing in some fun anecdotes with uh, some celebrity <laughs> status because who doesn't want to hear about um, what you know, what Gaga is up to. And, um, and that's it. So it's going to kind of be a blend of me and the, the things that I've seen and the things that I've done and probably a little bit of rambling. So be flexible. And then just kind of uh, to, to, to paint the picture, I have this full circle kind of thing going on right now. So I have a masterclass that it meets four times a month. It's a repetitive class. So uh, it's the same topic four times a month. And the um, topic is focused on something that I've learned in my life that I wish I would have learned a little earlier. Um, and it could be super helpful for anyone who is like a young adult, 18, 19, 20, 21, um, planning in ways that are really easy, um, you know, shaving off $25 of every paycheck and putting it into a secret account that you can't see. And 10 years later, it's, you know, $10,000. Um, these are little things that, that are really fun to do and they don't hurt while you're doing it. And they really wind up benefiting you in the long run. So little things like that, um, I've embedded into the, the masterclass course. It is a 12 month course. Um, you can come class by class, or you can buy the entire like session for uh, a discounted rate. I also have uh, zeladu.com, Z-E-L-L-A-D-U.com, which is where you can find all of the information on the masterclasses and where all of the libraries, the library of tools and templates that I am creating will be available for independent download. So if you want to do any kind of the exercises that I'm putting out there, please feel free to head to Zeladu. Um, costs are super fair, but if you can't afford it and you still want to develop your skills, let me know. You can always DM me. Um, best way to do that would be to follow me on Instagram. Um, my professional Instagram is at Zeladu, Z-E-L-L-A-D-U underscore. I don't know who has the actual Zeladu. Call me. I'll, I'll take it from you. Um, uh, you can DM me there. And uh, I'm also at ZiggityZell, Z-I-G-G-I-T-Y-Z-E-L-L, which is a nickname that was given to me by the fabulous Vince Ortega when he picked me up from the airport in Japan in 2001. I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point in the near future. So let's shift gears. This is intended to be approximately 20 minutes long, 
Um, I want to keep the podcast short and sweet. I want to keep them fun and upbeat. And um, I want to give you something to take away, but I don't want to take away a lot of your time. So um, the format is approximately 20 minutes once a week. Um, we progress through the topics and focuses that will be covered in the masterclass. And then I also tell a couple of stories about me. Um, I am hoping to uh, add in a lot more sound effect and uh, a lot more music, but I have to kind of figure out how that works because I only started using this software about an hour ago but the song that you heard at the title at the top of the the um the podcast that is called now or never and that is the first song ever recorded by the sisters of z which is a musical performance group that i have with my youngest sister c love um, who's going to paramedic school hello c love and uh, if you do want to listen to any of the sisters of z songs or to any of her fabulous music, you can head to SoundCloud, um, which is where we have all of our music and you can listen to a, a bunch of original stuff and a lot of, they're actually having, uh, they have a lot of uh, known artists as well joining into the community and um, pick up the, pick up your SoundCloud app and just listen away. You can make playlists and you can find the Sisters of Z. So if you like the Now or Never soundtrack, feel free to uh, head to SoundCloud, type in Sisters of Z, Now or Never, it'll pop up. You can listen to it. And if you want to buy it, you can actually go to Bandcamp and you can name your price. So um, I, I actually couldn't find the original that I have. And so I went, <laughs> I went to my sister's Bandcamp and uh, the song that you just heard, I bought for a dollar so that I could get this podcast going. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right. So branding, a couple things about branding. Number one, there's a difference between knowing and applying. Understanding that things exist is one thing. Making them work for your own benefit is another. And so with the processes that I'll be going through, I'm going to try to give you some very easy one-liners to kind of take away the bigger picture of how you might be able to take the things that have happened in the past and make them work for you in the future. We already touched on this, but you either want to own it with regards to branding, right? There are people out there who are trying to establish their own brand. They're trying to sell their own product. They're trying to create something that is recognizable to a percentage of people that they are wanting to appeal to, or there is affiliation. Anyone who works for a company is affiliated to a brand, and that brand has core values, and that brand has a public slogan, and that brand has a logo, and that brand has uh, either been around for hundreds of years or has been around for just a couple of years. But if you are working for a company, then you are affiliated to a brand. And there are a lot of interesting things that are going to be happening in the world, uh, in the world of, of um, product in the next 10, 20, 30 years. And so what I have done is I have taken kind of the history of branding and I have put four points into place. And those points have a little tie into where they fall in history. Our first point takes us back to the very stinky Middle Ages, the end of the Middle Ages, 1500 or so. Now, people are not living large. People are stinky. 
People aren't brushing their teeth. They're not taking showers. They're living in huts. They don't have running water. They are, there's sewage in the streets. You know, everything's mixing. Uh, you're lucky if you live to 40. But a handful of gents and maybe ladies are doing pretty well for themselves to the point where they have so many things that are theirs, most likely livestock, that they need to identify them. That's my cow, Tobias. I don't see your name on it. Well, now you do. And you know, you're going to wander down to that blacksmith and you're going to say, you know what, Harvey, I want you to hammer out a little bit of an A with a tilde or a little loop-de-loo. And uh, I'm going to heat that thing up and I'm going to push it into the butt of my cow and I am going to create the first brand. And that's where it comes from. The word brand comes from the Scandinavian word, I believe it's brander, and it means to burn. And it was that act of burning your indicated mark into the butt of a cow so that you could lay claim and take ownership. And that brings us to point number one. Branding is about ownership. If you have your own brand, you should be able to summarize what that brand stands for in two to three sentences. If you're working for a company, you've probably already got a slogan or you've got a quick one-liner, uh, probably evokes emotion um, or some type of feeling, but branding is about ownership. Number one, whatever it is that you are representing, you have to be proud of it. You have to talk about it like nobody's business. No one is going to champion your brand like you. You have got to own your brand. And if you're working for a company and you're not owning your brand, you should really do some research and make sure that you're working for a company that you love that is giving you something bigger than just a paycheck. Story number two. Well, I'll get to point number two. I'll start with point number two. Branding is about identity differentiation, and ultimately competition. Blah, la, 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 la. I hope you liked my sound effect. 280 years later, it is now the Industrial Revolution. It begins in London, travels into the Western European states, and basically impacts everyone over the course of the next 100 years by the turn of the century, 1900s. It's a full-blown revolution. And what we wind up seeing in this period is things taking shape with regards to I am the only person in this market able to do this particular thing, right? You have these standalone brands that kind of race to the first place space and there is nobody in second and third. And what winds up happening over the course of that hundred years of the industrial revolution is other brands and other businesses are able to start rivaling. Rivaling? I'm not sure, but you know where I'm going with that. And so we see point number two come to life. Branding is about identity, differentiation, and ultimately competition. Where you may be the first to invent something and bring it to market, you will not be the only person to ever bring that thing to market. So really thinking about what happens if you're not standing on your own anymore and I think this is where things get fun because no one wants to be out there in a field by themselves playing a game with a ball with no one to throw it at or no team to play against. So sportsmanship in business is actually really fun and it lends itself to a lot of really great innovation and creativity. 
So thinking through the ways to differentiate yourself so that you are competitive in your market should be fun. When you're business planning, put yourself into an environment that brings out the playful nature or integrate some of your passions into your brainstorming sessions, whether you like to think on your own or you like to think in a group or you want to talk out loud or you want to play Pictionary, you can get creative on how you come up with new solutions. And in this day and age, anything really goes. I mean, we've got virtual, we've got digital, we've got physical, we've got hybrid. And as overwhelming as it can be, remember to keep it simple, remember to keep it fun, and remember to explore beyond the traditional. Blah, la, 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 la. <laughs> There's that sound effect again. We've traveled forward in time. It's now the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, and 50s, and 60s. And life has actually become quite good. People are showering probably on the daily at this point, if not at least on the weekly. Teeth have never looked better. And we have now moved into this environment where brands have recognition, not just in their local community or not just because they're the only ones or not just because they lend a functional service, but they have now folded into this element of entertainment through radio and through television. And so we start seeing things like jingles, or I should say hearing things like jingles that are super duper catchy or commercials that begin to tell a deeper story around consumer desire as opposed to uh, a need um, or an informational pamphlet that's going to tell you about all of the things that your new refrigerator can do for you. Now it's about color and it's about whimsy and it's about experience. And so this brings us to point number three. Branding should be considered and present everywhere it makes sense. And what do I mean by that? Well, going back to the 1950s, it's a great example. You started seeing a very unique style being worn by people in different service environments. You saw unique architecture representing different types of brands. So a McDonald's looked way different than a Bob's Big Boy. You had little touches like color association or uh, jingles or uh, packaging. And so when you're developing your brand, it is very important to remember that it's not just about the product itself, but it's about how the entire product is presented. So branding should be considered across the board in all ways and pre present everywhere it makes sense. Ha, ha we have arrived at the modern day. Well, not necessarily the modern day. We'll go to the 1990s where we have a bunch of mature brands that are in need of a little bit of a facelift. And that's exactly what you got in the 1990s. And in the turn of the century, you started seeing a bunch of brands, very well known and, and stable brands change their logos, change their jingles, change the way that they present themselves, change their digital presence. And that has continued on to today in 2021. And it brings us to point number four. Branding can and will always evolve. 
So as you are developing your brand today, don't stress too much about getting it perfect. Get it out there, get the ball rolling, and know that you will always have the opportunity to evolve and change because it is a natural thing for a brand to do. That wraps up our four points of branding and the history therein. I hope you enjoyed your time travel experience with me today. I am Stephanie, the host of The Question of You. Make sure to tune in again next week when we pick up on personal branding and some of the tips to make yourself look good while you're looking for a new job because we're all looking for new jobs these days. Thanks so much for your time and your ear. And remember, all the things you do will be true if you never stop asking the question of you.